Welcome into the In the Money podcast for Sunday, April the 11th at Keeneland. Tom Leach along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development. Late pick four starts in race six with a 30K maiden claimer. They'll go six furlongs in here. A couple of nice allowance races included in this pick four, but let's start out with a sixth race, Jim. Who do you like? Well, I like a couple of horses that have got question marks, and they usually do in these maiden claiming races. Um, Bore Trick for Wesley Ward. Obviously, Wesley's had a great meet so far. He's 12 out of 14 in the money going into uh, this one, not counting the Friday and Saturday. That's the last Thursday, I think. <laughs> Excuse me. But um, this horse is run on the poly track and on turf, and now they're trying on six furlongs on the dirt. Um, uh, dropping from maiden special special weight to thirty thousand, changing surface, so a lot of a lot of tries to get it, something different done. And Rosario takes the mound, so this horse is going to be the favorite. I'm going to go deeper in here though. Um, Spite and Malice for Rusty Arnold, coming out of a Gulf Stream Park Sprint race where he didn't run that well, but the horses that beat him came back and won. Chasing Artie is a nice horse that came out of that race and has won twice since then, and Wara came back and won. So he's caught tough fields, and they're changing up with him, taking him from turf to dirt. So that's another horse doing something he's never done before. Mr. Thunderstruck for uh, Buff Bradley comes comes out of a maiden 30 at Turfway. Uh, could improve second time out. I think he's got a shot. Screenplay for Dallas Stewart coming out of a maiden 30 at Fairgrounds. And Convection, a first-time starter for Eddie Keneally. I'm going to use all five of those when it's a pick four. Um, I guess Wesley Ward is a, is a win pick because of Rosario, but you won't get any prices. And I think this is a race where you could possibly get a price if you go a little deeper. Yeah, I think you're right. I took Bore Trick on top for all the reasons that you mentioned and Spite and Malice next. But there are a few others I want to uh, include in here. Screenplay's one of them for Dallas Stewart. Getting Saez, who's been red hot along with Rosario, and turning back from a longer distance, which I like for uh, Dallas Stewart, second time going in this maiden claiming level. Uh, I'm going to throw in convection, uh, just the connections. Eddie Keneally's good trainer, Gaffley on rides, um, and just on that angle, I'm going to throw that horse in. And then there's one other one that I think is worth a look Breezy Money, the seven. Um, Last time out, dropped down from Maiden Special to uh, Maiden Claiming at the fairgrounds and uh, ran much better. Uh, has a little speed, and you know it's, I know those fairgrounds. You know Maiden Claimers can be tough, um, and so I'm just going to throw that horse in, just trying to shop for a price. I think there's a a chance to get maybe a price in here like you do. So uh, I'm going to go five deep when we get to the pick four, seventh race, first level allowance, four year olds and up going a mile and an eighth on the turf and I ended up on jewel stone here, a Gulfstream park shipper. Usually we've talked about that angle in these, uh, turf and maidens and turf early allowance races. It's Shug McGahee and Joel Rosario second start off a long layoff for this horse. And I think he could improve, uh, Glenn County. It's Mike maker, Gaffley owned horse broke his maiden at Kentucky downs. We know how tough those races are. So just off that, I, I think that horse merits certainly respect. Um, Starting over for Chad Brown, first time coming in from California. Um, so I'm going to throw that one in. And then the nine ready soul for Roger Atfield, who will usually uh, hit with a nice price about once a meet, at least it seems here at Keeneland. And I think that one's uh, worth a look. Uh, probably won't go to cover all of those when we get to the pick four just because of, of budgetary reasons. But um, I think uh, 
ready soles you know worth a look if you're shopping for a price. How about you in the seventh? Uh, same same horses, Glen County and Jewelstone are my top two horses here. Shoe McGahey, um, coming out of a Gulfstream turf race, stretching out to a mile and eight. The horse is already won at a mile and eight. That Gulfstream broke his broke his maiden there. Uh, Glen County, um, again, the Kentucky Downs connection, uh, broke his maiden there and has won since then at Aqueduct. Uh, stretched out to a mile and three-eighths last time out, cutting back to a mile and eight. That's always a good angle for Maker. Starting over for Chad Brown is an obvious horse uh, coming out of Santa Anita, but has raced at Aqueduct in Belmont. So those three, I, I think, would probably get you through. The other horse that I had circled but going to not use because of money is Roger Atfield's horse, Ready Soul, with Corey Lannery. Um, horse didn't run that well at Gulfstream last time out, but had a couple of buyers back in October of 20 and December of 20 that would uh, compete well here. So if the horse just didn't like the Gulfstream turf, um, might might like this ground up here a little bit better. And uh, I, I would throw him in there if it was a bigger ticket, but I'm going to stick with those three Jewelstone would probably be a win pick for Shumagay. The eighth race, the allowance features a non-winners of three lifetime optional claimer, six furlongs for fillies and mares, and they are four and up. Wesley Ward's got the favorite in here in Palace Avenger. What do you think? I'm going to use Wesley's horse, obviously. Um, horse ran well at Keeneland in the TCA. Only got beat three and a half uh, in a nice effort and uh, has won at Saratoga, had, was two for two at Saratoga last summer. So a uh, horse has the back class, been off since October. Might need one, but Wesley wants to win as many as he can at Keeneland. So he's an obvious pick here. Going to go too deep when we get to pick four. We're going to use Call on Mischief for Kelly Breen. This horse comes from Aqueduct, uh, has improved the last couple of races, um, ran okay at Keeneland. The only time he was here was claimed out of that race and uh, went to Linda Rice, and now Kelly Breen uh, has this horse and uh, has run in a couple $100,000 stakes races at Aqueduct and uh, dropped down in class to optional 80. Probably it fits better here, and uh, I'm going to use him because of a guy named Luis Saez on his back. So I think the one and the two gets you through this leg of the big four. I'm going to take Palace Avenger um, off since October, but Ward's horses, um, other than the two-year-olds, have been running great. And I heard him on an interview with Steve Bick and uh, this week, and he uh, it was just kind of halfway listing as I was working on something. But I know he, he mentioned, I need to ask him about this, something about his two-year-olds. There was an issue where they got a little behind in training. And so uh, that may be, you know, his two-year-olds may not be, you know, quite as, as fit as he wanted them to be when they uh, are going into these first races. So uh, that may be the issue there because everything else is firing. And so Palace Avenger with the speed, three wins from eight starts. I, I'm going to go there. Ain't No Elmers is a horse that uh, got good last uh, summer and, and early fall. Ran second and uh, grade three up at Pimlico and uh, ran behind Kamari last time. So uh, I'm going to throw that horse certainly in the mix. And then Call on Mischief uh, has made two starts since being claimed by Kelly Breen. And the last one was a big improvement. And you get Sias to ride. If you want to go deeper, Club Cars, pretty honest for uh, Ben Colebrook. And his horses have certainly been running well. So I'm going to take Palace Avenger on top. Ninth race, Smile on the 16th, Turf Maiden. Uh, Delita is where I ended up taking a uh, swing at a long shot. First race was just so-so, but it was a bad post. And the third place finisher was Carmel Swirl, who came back and blew him away on uh, Thursday or, uh, or on Friday at Keeneland, uh, albeit in a dirt race, but still a classy horse. And uh, 
this is Wilkes and Le Peru, and so I think it's a horse that's uh, you know in a wide open field, capable of jumping up. So I'm going to take that horse on top just for a uh, long shot play, but definitely go deep in the pick four. Dance for the Empire had a 72 buyer first time out at the fairgrounds for Walsh. That's probably the one to beat. Uh, Black Sand for Chad Brown ran first time out at Saratoga, so that usually indicates a high opinion of the horse. Bitten by Kitten is a Wesley Ward first timer but has been training regularly at Keeneland. It's uh, Ward and Ramsey, so going to definitely include that one. And then the uh, two-horse Mischievous Mel, it's uh, Neil Pesson and Lotenbach Stables, and they are usually fairly potent around these parts, and this horse is bred for more distance than uh, he got in the first time out. So I think Mischievous Mel might be worth a look as well. How about you in the ninth? Yeah, this is a wide-open capper to the pick four. Um, I went with... um Picasso collection for Paulo Lobo. Um, Rosario picks up the mount. Uh, horse didn't really uh, exert himself at Turfway last time out. Just faltered in the middle of the stretch. And uh, looks like they didn't persevere with him. The, the first two races at, at Keeneland and at Turfway uh, would put him right right there with the best here. Uh, Dance for the Empire. Uh, obvious 72 buyer off the uh, race at Fairgrounds. And Brendan Walsh puts him in the, in the mix. Wesley Ward firster bitten by kitten going to use uh, black sand for chad brown because it's chad brown and i read ortiz and i'm also going to use the leader i think uh ian wilkes gets them better in the second race and uh this horse uh you make a good point with caramel swirl coming out of that race uh she was amazing yesterday and uh and i actually singled her in the pick four and hit it yesterday so good for you uh that was that was an easy single and i also had the exacto with robbie clucking up for second at 10 to 1 um but the lead, I'm going to use uh, her as well. So I'm going to go five deep here uh, when we get to the pick four. Well, let's get to the pick four then. What's your ticket look like starting in race six? All right. It's got two, uh, first leg, two, three, six, eight, ten, the sixth, sixth race. Uh, Spike Malice and Bartrick, uh, my three and six are top picks. So they're going to do two, three, six, eight, ten. Seventh race, I went uh, two, six, eight, Jewelstone, Glen County, and starting over. And then in the eighth race, I use one Call of Mischief and two Palace Avenger. And then going five deep in the last leg, three, four, five, seven, eight, with Picasso Collection of five being my top pick. So my pick four is two, three, six, eight, ten, with two, six, eight, with one, two, with three, four, five, seven, eight for $75. I have a $75 ticket as well. Five on the front end, three, six, seven, eight, ten. Uh, you know, we both think there's a chance to catch a price maybe in there. I'm going to go two deep with Jewelstone and Glen County in the seventh, one, two, six in the allowance feature, and then two, three, four, seven, eight to wrap it up. So five deep uh, bookending my late pick four, which should be a $75 ticket on the Sunday card at Keeneland. Best of luck with your plays, and we'll be back next week to continue our daily editions of the In the Money podcast for KeelanSelect.com.